The other hidden resource that I have found is a lot of these local farmers markets or Mm -hmm. roadside markets, especially up north where I live, do have items. They do have the milk and the eggs and the vegetables. And a lot of people aren't using that as a resource either right now. Welcome to Mouthful. I'm Lori Lynn Barker. Mouthful is a podcast about food, culture, and the makers in the world. On this episode, I'm joined by Ellie Ager, Director of Communications for Hunger Free Colorado. Mouthful is sponsored by ccfdocumentation.com. Let CCF develop your e-learning or instructional video training. From training assessment to course creation and LMS administration, CCF is your one-stop training resource. Check them out at ccfdocumentation.com. Ellie Ager, Director of Communications with Hunger Free Colorado, joins me today to talk about Hunger Free Colorado. There is help out there for people who are being affected by COVID-19. Ellie and I talk about the options that are available right now. Ellie, tell me about Hunger Free Colorado. Yeah, so Hunger Free Colorado works across the state to make sure that Coloradans have access to nutritious food and food resources for kind of their immediate needs. And then we also do a lot of work around policy and advocacy, social change, for those longer term solutions like SNAP and WIC and school meals and making sure that those programs are really serving those that they're intended to and that they're doing those well. At this time, what does hunger look like in Colorado? So typically um, what we see is about one in eight Colorado children, about one in 11 Coloradans overall are facing hunger and not knowing quite when or where they might be getting that next meal. We know right now with everything happening um, with our national health crisis, as well as with individuals losing work hours, that that rate has probably gone up significantly in the last few weeks. With the schools closed, there's still the lunch and breakfast programs going Mm -hmm. on. How can people get information on that? So there are a lot of resources for parents and kids right now, especially with schools closed. We actually have a resource page on our website. So if you go to hungerfreecolorado.org, there's a specific COVID-19 page that will link to lots of resources, including these meals that are being provided at schools, as well as resources for families, older adults. Um, So there's a map there where you just put in your address. It'll let you know what is in your area. Or if you want to do it quickly by phone, you can actually text the word food F-O-O-D, or Comida, C-O-M-I-D-A, to 877-877, and you'll get that same information sent back so that you can find out what's in your area. And there's never been more of a need for food pantries right now. Are they still up and running, and how do people find out about them? So food pantries are still operating, and even with some of the recent orders that maybe you stay at home and other things, and businesses closing, food pantries are not included. So all of your food, your grocery store, your other resources, those are available and um, trying to help. Many are now doing grab-and-go boxes so you can easily get it. So I would encourage anyone who's interested, you know, go online or again, you can visit our website at hungerfreecolorado.org 
We have a list of food pantries in the area. You can contact them and make sure they're operating or when they're doing those pickup times to get food for your family or yourself. I know that a lot of people that I have seen on social media have been asking if food pantries are still open. And how are they responding to the social distancing orders? Mm -hmm. So social distancing obviously is a challenge for food pantries or any organization who's trying to distribute food right now. They are having reduced volunteers, which can also be a strain, but many have found doing various shifts of volunteers so there is an overlap or having one group maybe package and a different group distribute in another area. They've tried to overcome some of those challenges. And I will say that some have also had to reduce hours or days of operation simply to meet the need and be able to still be within guidelines. Can people still donate to these food pantries? You can still donate to the food pantry. And I would say, you know, in terms of food pantries, obviously donating food is good. Volunteering is a little more challenging at this point just because of the social distancing. But financial donations are really powerful right now. A lot of food pantries, food banks, nonprofits in general are having a lot of extra expenses that were unexpected in terms of having to respond to this. And so being able to support them through your donations makes a big difference right now. What can people do that are listening right now? So I do encourage you reach out to your local food pantry or food bank, see if they do have a need in terms of food or donation, or maybe they do need a volunteer spot filled and you're a healthy individual who wants to be able to give back mm -hmm. in that way. You can also, like I said, if you go to um, our website, hungerfreecolorado.org, we have a specific page about COVID-19 and what food resources are there for all Coloradans of different ages and locations. Please share that page. It's a really valuable resource and you never know who's gonna need that information. And like I said, if you do have the time or the finances or the willingness to give back, this is a great time to come together for your community, for those around you, knowing that all of us are probably struggling a little more now than we were even just a few weeks ago. Are there any solutions being sought at the state or federal level right now? So there actually was some recent federal legislation that was passed, um, the Families First Coronavirus Response Act. And all of that big mouthful to say, there's now some relief that's coming down for families and for federal nutrition programs to make them more accessible to families during this time. There's also some funding in there for older adults and some flexibilities for schools to administer meals. But it is a short-term solution in terms of it's only while we're in kind of this emergency response time. There's actually another piece of legislation that's still in debate right now, and it would provide more longer-term solutions while the economy is still suffering or at a hit. And so if you want to learn more about that or even reach out to your legislator and let them know that it matters, you can find that information on our website or many organizations are actually promoting right now um, advocacy to get help for your neighbors in need. What is the greatest need right now? So I would say right now, part of it is just in your own community, make sure that you're checking on your neighbors, send them a message, use your community forums. We want to, we know that those local responses can make a big difference if you can donate to charities, I encourage you to do that or simply use your social channels. I know lots of people are connecting, they're monitoring. 
Share out a nonprofit that's important to you. Share a restaurant that you enjoy. Make sure that you're letting people know of ways of giving back and maybe bringing to light various resources that they might not have known about before. Um, one thing that you know we're doing is trying to spread the word about federal nutrition programs like SNAP and WIC and things that are there for families to help them get through this time. And they may not have been eligible before, but if they have lost their job or they've seen a reduction in pay or hours, they might be able to get that help now and we wanna be able to do that for them. If people need information on how to get SNAP, can they mm -hmm. go through you? We do, so we have a statewide hotline. Anyone can call in, it's confidential. We can actually help them enroll in SNAP over the phone and then they can complete the rest of the process typically by phone as well. It will still take maybe a month for benefits to come in, sometimes it's quicker. So it is more of a longer term solution, but we can help people get through that. And the other part of that is we do have some referral forms and resources online, so people can also help themselves by looking to see if they're eligible or even enroll through the PEAK site. And again, all of it's available at our website, hungerfreecolorado.org. One of the things I've been seeing on social media is that, you know, people are just sometimes go into this buying frenzy at the grocery stores. And I've seen posts on Facebook that say, you know, kind of be aware of what you're hoarding because mm -hmm. some people can't buy everything in the store. Is there any right. truth to that? There is truth to that. So from a couple's perspectives, one, some people just don't have the income to buy in bulk. So they can only purchase what they need for maybe that week. They've got limited financial means. But more importantly, families that are on WIC have a very limited list of foods that they can buy with those benefits. And only certain foods are WIC approved. So think about mothers going in, they can only buy maybe a specific kind of milk or pasta or canned goods or even their formula and their diapers, things like that. If those items that are on that list aren't in the store, then they can't get those items for their family. So that's why this really matters that we're not overbuying. I know we want to make sure we have what we need, but there really is no issue with the supply chain. Trucks are getting through, goods are getting through, nothing has slowed down from that perspective. So if you just buy what you need for your family, the food will be there, the items will be there for everyone else as well. The other hidden resource that I have found is a lot of these local farmers markets or roadside mm -hmm. markets, especially up north where I live, do have items. They do have the milk and the eggs and the vegetables. And a lot of people aren't using that as a resource either right now. Yeah, think creatively. You know, some people are getting their milk at Walgreens and some people are connecting with their local growers, restaurants. I know I've seen a lot of people posting because they do have produce. They do have canned goods, beans, rice, flour, and maybe if they're not serving people, they might be selling that to the community. So there are a lot of alternative kind of resources, but your local farmer's markets, produce stands, they've got great produce and they want to be able to get it out. And some of it's at a really great price. Many can even have maybe a box delivered to your home. So it's worth looking to see if you can even have produce delivered and have fresh food week over week. And give your information one more time on how people can get a hold of you and other any other information they would need. 
Yeah, so I encourage people to visit our website, hungerfreecolorado.org. It's all spelled out. There's a specific page for COVID, but there's also a lot of general information about food resources across the state. And then we do have a statewide food resource hotline. It's available at 855-855-4626. Anyone can call. You can find out about available food pantries and meal sites, as well as enrollment in federal nutrition programs for you or your family. Thank you to Ellie Ager, Director of Communications for Hunger Free Colorado. The Food Resource Hotline is 855-855-4626, and the website is hungerfreecolorado.org. You can find all the information that we spoke about, and don't forget you can call on behalf of someone else. In the interview, I talked about Lulu's Farm. Lulu's Farm is a family-owned farmer's market in Brighton, Colorado. It is located at Highway 85 and 136, to be exact. At this time, they are open. They just ask that you practice social distancing. Let me tell you, they have everything. They have dairy, beans, rice, fresh produce, flour, meat, toilet paper, ice cream, cheesecake, and all kinds of sauces and jams. And I was very impressed with their cheese selection. I got a brand new cheese called a butter cheese. And let me tell you, I'm going back because I need some more butter cheese. I actually went to Lulu's to find green chilies. I have no idea how I ran out of green chili, but I had to have them and I went to Lulu's. They have all kinds of chilies there from different heat levels to different types. I am partial to hatch chilies and yes, they have those too. You can visit their website at lulusfarm.com to get all of their hours and what they're carrying. Just remember, support local. Mouthful is sponsored by CCF Documentation. Whether you want to train your employees or teach your customers how to properly use your equipment or product, or you are wanting to market your expertise to the world, online training is fast becoming one of the most sought-after forms of training in the business world today. Providing flexibility as well as consistency, e-learning will get your new hires or customers trained faster and with less resources. At CCF Documentation, we provide customized e-learning solutions geared to proactively and efficiently train your employees or customers with measurable training outcomes. To maximize your training effectiveness, contact CCF Documentation at ccfdocumentation.com. If you'd like to be a guest or you have any questions, please feel free to contact me at mouthfulthepodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. With Mouthful, I'm Lori Lynn Barker. Stay fresh, cheese bags.